Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 1241-1241. Hello, it's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. I would like to start off the show by saying that I did not make it to Sylvia's husband's band Mofu's performance in Albany near Berkeley. And I want to tell you why. I went to two Christmas parties on Friday and Mike's Daily Podcast. There was a lot of talking. There was some booze involved. And I was, it was a little difficult for me to get out there. Mike's Daily Podcast. And I regret it, but I'll have to try and catch the next show. It's Shelly Shuhart, Floyd Foreman, and John Deere, the engineer. Though, and we'll get to a segment that's called the Mike Tip, where I'll have some kind of advice and you can use it if you want. Also, today I am going to say is Mike's Daily Podcast. The end of the Yuletide personalized MP3 for the contest. So you gotta email me if you wanna get in on that. Mike's and if we read your email, Daily let's say you're talking podcast in your email about yeah. snow. Something that we don't have here in the Bay Area, but we might as well very soon have snow. It was 33 degrees when I was driving into work today. But yeah, email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. It's the last day of the Yuletide Personalized MP3 for the contest. If we read your comment, if you're, if you're whatever on there, you will win a greeting for the holiday season from the characters with this kind of strange cadence cadence that's an interesting word cadence let me write that down okay i just did okay i was listening to one of the conservative talk show hosts on one of the radio stations i work for and he was going on and on about how yeah the economy is doing so well and trump it's because Trump is going to make America great again. And I still don't understand that concept. Because I look around and the Obama America has been pretty good. A lot of things got improved upon after the Bush years. So he just was going, I just, whatever. Oh, and then uh, Petra, who I know who's in Germany, she was in India. Oh, look who just walked in. She was in India at the time of our elections. And she said she and a couple ladies from her work, it was part of a, a kind of a missionary thing, although it wasn't involved with the church at all. They were bringing relief to, a, yeah, I guess it would just be called relief, not missionary because that's just with the okay that's with when you're with the church so she was there bringing relief to a poor neighborhood in india and she and a couple of her co-workers women they went to a bar one night to celebrate uh, i think it was like the last evening of their uh, trip there and they were looked at it was, they they s- suddenly realized that the bar was only f- for men and so the men were looking at them and giving them dirty looks and they overheard the men talking about how oh it's so great trump won and putin is great and that assad guy from syria is awesome too look who else just walked in so she said yeah it was pretty scary and they ended up not going to that they told the guys yeah we're leaving tomorrow but actually they were there for one more day that's right 
Oh, we had this conversation, Petra and I, late, late, late on Saturday night. I had to do it on Skype. 11 o'clock my time is 8 a.m. her time. And so I was, that's so late for me these days. Oh, so old. But it's because I wake up so early now. So we have the, the mic tip coming up, and we had a couple people that walked in to Cafe Anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley, Cafe Anyway. 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 Hello, Mike Matthews. It's Jolly Stewart's Good Job Supervisor. Oh, what a really interesting thing you were talking about earlier about stuff. Thanks, Shelly. And look who else is here. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Foreman. And this is John Deere, the engineer. Mike? Yes. John Deere. Um, I wanted to d- participate in the Yuletide personalized empathy three. Well, it's done. This is your last day. Okay. Um, that's right. Could understand him. Millennials are so dang smart compared to. The people, the generation that was 10 years younger than me. Wait, aren't those millennials? Those are kind of Gen Xers, aren't they? I I don't know why I say this. I think I've, I've talked to a lot of, I work with a lot of young 20-somethings, and they're so freaking smart. I'm just so, and the, uh, you know, a lot of people complain about younger people. Oh, they have no appreciation for history. The ones I know sure do. They know more of what was going on in the 70s than I do, and I was alive in them. So, I'd like to throw that out there. And this was the year of the Millennials. And that we had, you know, the Pokemon was all for the Millennials. And the Nintendo, uh, the, the old retro Nintendo that they were selling, it, like, sold record numbers last month. Pikachu! Gesundheit. And yeah, so it was definitely a year for that. I was thinking back. Anyway. Cafe anyway. To the time that about. Oh, what was I looking for? Well, it's not my fault. That one? No. I was thinking back to when I first met my ex-wife, who was about 10 years younger than me. And here's today's podcast picture. Oh. And the picture is today of Basil the Boxer looking up at a Christmas tree lot. And I think this will be the last Christmas tree of the Christmas tree theme. Yes, we're done with the Christmas trees. Um, We're taking a turn for the getting ready for the end of the Yuletide season. It's going to be a busy week and I'm not going to be able to do a show on Friday. Because it's my day off before the Christmas Eve. But I was thinking back to when I was first dating my ex-wife. And she was still in college. I've known her a long time. And I was in my early 30s. Uh. That's exactly. My early 30s. Which is a time of going... In fact, watching the new Gilmore Girls uh, show that they put on Netflix. It's called A Year in the Life. It's sort of a reunion of the Gilmore Girls world. Uh, Rory, she's 32 now on the show. So I'm like, oh, that's back. I remember that age. It wasn't that long ago. And and so I went to my um, ex-wife then. She was, you know, a girlfriend. 
uh, went to her college dance, which was held at the Museum of Science and Industry in Los Angeles. It was amazing. Actually, it was in the Museum of Natural History, where they've got, you know, those museums that have dioramas, or what do they call it when they have the, the taxidermy going on? Where they have, like, lions that have been stuffed and all that sad stuff. That that lion is, is uh, stuffed over there. Oh, no, he's not. Run. Ah. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Uh, Gesundheit. So. Gesundheit. Thank you. The. Gesundheit. I remember dancing with her and all these college students to a song by No Doubt. Bathwater. That's it. What a, that memory just hit me today. And, and, and millennials are smart. Would I like to go dance at a college party now? No. I, I've reached that age where I'm like, nah. I'll dance with people, you know, maybe 10 years. Ah, heck, I'll dance with everyone. You should dance if you want to. You should leave your friends behind. Why not? So, two Christmas parties on Friday. And, and uh, there was, it was so much fun. I met some really nice people. I, I might go more into this story tomorrow, but let's get into this, the Mike tip. Because I have an interesting tip for you. Check out mikesdailypodcast.com. And there's a, that's a tip. Help us out through the Amazon link. And if you buy anything on Amazon, go through the link at mikesdailypodcast.com. That will help us out. There's also the link to PayPal. And that's a great way to help support the show. And there's also the past podcast pictures and past interviews. Now the mic tip. Yo, the mic tip. This I pulled from the Costco Connection. Pop-up shops. It's a, here's a tip. Pop-up shops. What? Yes. Make a shop. Pop up. They're here today, gone tomorrow, or at least f- by next month. For new business or brand, a pop-up shop offers the opportunity for bricks-and-mortar presence without a long-term lease. Often these shops, which locate in available vacant retail space, pop up around the holidays. Perhaps you have seen some lately. I'm not a big fan of pop-up shops, actually, because that here today, gone tomorrow thing kind of leaves me a little, eh. Maybe they're overcharging and they're, maybe they're not really legitimate. The trend, however, is spread worldwide with walkable cities such as New York among the hot locations, but these shops are popping up in smaller cities too. Uh, pop-up shops can help Emerging brands save money because owners don't have to sign a long-term lease, but owners still need resources. Good items to sell are things customers can use right away. Uh, For example, dresses for professional women. Uh, Food, clothes, art, jewelry, flowers, cosmetics, seasonal items such as Halloween and Christmas, tax preparation, that kind of stuff. Pop-ups benefit landlords, too. For a landlord, a pop-up shop transforms empty space into a rent-generating shop that can attract future permanent tenants. Uh, When Joe Louise Harding decided to jump on the trend and open a pop-up shop selling consignment art in Newport News, Virginia, that's how she approached a property owner friend about a retail property that had gone unrented for more than two years. I told him, I know you've been getting zero money for years. How about a little money? He was happy to oblige. I like that. 
I don't like the sight of vacant stores, which I saw a lot of when I first moved to the Bay Area seven years ago because we were in the height of the economic downturn or in the lows of the economic downturn. And then things have come back and, and the market is, is doing so well. The in the For example, the Stone Ridge Mall near where I work at the Pleasanton radio station I work at, um, th- there's not a single empty shop. There was a... Uh, what do you call it? Toll House, Nestle Toll House. One of those shops. Have you seen those where they sell cookies and they uh, ice cream? They do ice cream kind of dessert type stuff and shakes and whatnot. That disappeared. Within two months, it was replaced by Miss Fields. Harding operated the pop up for a few weeks a year. Three years after it opened, uh, a frequent shopper who similarly sold goods. Artisan jewelry and pottery signed a permanent lease with the landlord for the site. Harding and her team moved to another shopping center. Owners of surrounding stores said sales went up when the pop-up was open. And you know, some people, they don't go to the mall that much, so they don't know if it's a pop-up or not. Once again, the bustling shop attracted the attention of a permanent tenant. An estate jewelry store signed a permanent lease and Harding moved her pop-up three doors down in the same shopping center. She was like seeding the, the shops, seeding the mall for more shops to come in. Real estate brokers have already caught on to the benefits of pop-up shops. Owners need to prove to landlords that it's a benefit. It's easier to rent a full beautiful space as opposed to a vacant space. Oh. Well, Somebody was talking about how the uh, uh, automation society, it's getting bad. Like uh, Carl's Jr., the head guy, is being appointed by Trump for some position in his uh, cabinet. And I, I, you know, I, they, I was listening to someone talking badly about kiosks. I love kiosks at uh, restaurants. Panera does it. And why I like it is because the kiosk doesn't lie to you. The kiosk shows you all your options. Like there were sandwiches I didn't know you could do certain things with. And I didn't know that you could ask for it. And you can ask for it on the kiosk. Whereas if you ask the uh, kid that's working, they they don't necessarily know all the stuff. The kiosk offers all these other options that the kid that's working for crappy wage can't give you. Did I mention I love millennials? So that's the automation society. We were talking. No, wait, we were talking about pop-ups. Anyway, we're done. We're going outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Someone is still going to need to cook the food. People are not going to go for automated food. That's they'll go for automated services of, oh, I can book a car to pick me up. Well, at some point, the cars will be self-driving. That'll pick them up. But the food needs to be prepared by someone. The, 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 the whole artisanal thing. People love that. That's exploded as an industry. So I don't think automation works in some areas, but definitely in others. Next show, it's going to be Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Now go dance with some millennials. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at 
Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.